0: hello hello welcome to another episode of product and cake today in the virtual studio is with me paul and our amazing guests is here paul how you doing and can you please introduce our guest?
1: yeah thank you for introducing us and welcoming us gonche it's nice to have you and it's also fantastic to have our very very first guest here at product and cake and that is jori the creative director of an dot jetzt, is it how you would pronounce it in English?
2: The company name. Um, the company name is actually an, so it's German for an switching something on. So yes, an dot jetzt is the right answer. <laughs> and nice. thank you so much for having me. Uh, hi
1: Paul, hi Konzert. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Super nice to have you. We already checked that your uh, favorite cake is cheesecake. That is very important, but it would not be a product and cake episode if we don't start with a check in question. Yay. Yeah. And the question today is what's a game that you'd like win if you played
2: against everyone on this call? Cool. So after we had like some nice cheesecake, I would love to go bowling (laughs) with you guys and definitely would like to win.
0: (laughs) Do you think you will win bowling?
2: I'm not sure. I haven't played for a long time, but that's actually when when we when you just asked about a game that came to my mind because bowling is something we can do together and I think this is also Ah oh, that's sweet. We love to do that is really sweet
0: up. i was thinking very evilish and was thinking of a competitive game that i for sure can win and the rest cannot win because i thought that the, <laughs> <laughs> i thought that the goal of the question is a little bit more malicious but apparently not yeah. <laughs> i like to play bowling yeah let's yeah. go
2: cool. <laughs> let's make it for real
1: <laughs> after the recording okay. what was your choice on, sure. you. what is your game you likely win on?
0: now because we are going to play together and with that kind of mindset i would say dungeons and dragons because we are all playing together for the same goal and it is super fun and i love dungeons and dragons so yes
1: i'm i'm still in the competition mode sorry not so nice. fast switching <laughs> and i i would definitely choose uh, squash I played oh. squash a few times and I think if you just did it a few times and someone else not, you have already great chances to to survive <laughs> and win.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. I see. I see that.
1: <laughs> okay. So, now we are arrived to the meeting and I'm super happy to talk with you, Jori, um, today about your um, your agency, the company where you are the creative director. and. On the website, it states An is a design-driven tech studio with a feel-good philosophy. That sounds fantastic. And for mm-hmm. full transparency, we should announce right away that we had already some projects together in uh, various forms. And also, your agency is basically responsible for the awesome new product and cake uh, branding. Yeah, so.
0: I already you already got so many great feedback on our new branding oh, and great. people also mentioned that it is much easier to detect our uh, podcast when they're scrolling in their app so i'm really happy and wow. it is very interesting for me how you and your team
2: <laughs> got to
0: the point and went through this amazing uh, processes um and i'm also really interested to learn a little bit more about that today
2: Great. Let's do that. Um, so first of all, also thanks to um, my partner in crime uh, for this project, Cornelia. Um, we both did the podcast cover together for you guys. And I think you also had the chance to to kind of feel how we work. And it's the good feel philosophy is for us super important because it works inside and outside. It's first of all, kind of when we work with clients, we always kind of try to break the ice really fast so we invite them in we get like we have a certain process of working which i would love to go a little bit deeper later on on the podcast and after we kind of broke the ice it's also internally we we do the same thing like the feel-good philosophy works also inside the company like we are kind of more like friends and also like how i entered the podcast today is like more talking to friends than um yeah then this being too serious because i mean we've done like professional work together on different uh, projects so your internal project for the product and cake but also on your professional level we worked also together and i think that's that's the great part when everything comes together and yeah that's our design driven tech studio with a feel good philosophy again is kind of design and technology that's the super an interesting spot for us and also that's what inspires me because design is uh, is on the one hand really open and you kind of have kind of always opinion and tech is something super what sol- which should always be super solid and has the contrast to it and mixing both together i think that's the exciting part yeah,
1: yeah i can't agree more to that Um, Maybe just a side note that also on tech, you have a lot of opinions and you need to (laughs) negotiate around, but that's maybe for the tech podcast. Um, I was super impressed also by your work when we talked about uh, the podcast branding. And I'm very curious on how you get into branding. When did you realize that branding is a thing for you?
2: Cool. Yeah, actually, when I was. It was interesting because I actually grown up in a, a small suburb in the middle of Germany. And I didn't even know that like design is really a topic. But I early developed as a kid, I always loved to take out like tapes. I, yes, I'm quite old. <laughs> and when you bought like new tapes, which were empty, you had always kind of this little stickers inside. With the logo of the uh, the brand, you could write like little numbers on it. And this is what I always sticked on my toy cars. And that's where I kind of realized, oh, I love like kind of graphic design and branding. And later on in school, I was like drawing really like deep into letter forms. And that's where like one art uh, teacher told me like, oh, you should be a graphic designer. And it's like later on, I, I realized, okay, there's something like um, a design career possible. And um, that's where I actually studied um my bachelor in in the uk and also later on after visiting in berlin working for a little bit uh i went deeper into brand and identity and that's i did my master in in london and since then i'm in the game yeah
0: that is really interesting and i really love the idea that it is within you from the very early childhood that you started to Mm -hmm. redesign your toy cars. That is super cute. And um, I also completely agree with this uh, feel good philosophy that you mentioned throughout the process that Paul and I uh, went through with you. We really felt that it is our our feedback is welcomed. Mm. Uh, You not only are taking care of the brand that you want to uh, create for the podcast, but also you are taking care of um, us in a way that we are being heard. Uh, We are comfortable with uh, what we see and our thoughts are taken into consideration. So um, I think it is also really important in a in an environment that usually, I also studied industrial design. So I've been in in the designer communities for a little while. And it was not also always coming with feel good philosophy. It was a little bit harsher, a little bit more judgmental, which with working with some other agencies in the past, especially the very design driven agencies, uh-huh. I felt that they cared more about the design and the outcome to look perfect yeah. and not sometimes fitting what uh, um, what uh, people who have requested it uh, might fit mm-hmm. them. So um, how do you work with the clients? How do you make sure that you get all the input from them? And also one important, mm-hmm. very, very important question for me is that when do you think clients should approach you? When is the time for clients to... Th- think about brand so if you have a startup when is the time that you mm-hmm. need to think about it is it the time that you are about to buy the domain or
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: where does it come from
2: yeah cool let's start um, when do you need a brand I think that's super important yeah. uh, so I think like there's different ways of branding like there's personal branding there's brands for for companies and so on so the first question should be do you have an already a brand Uh, And then if not, you should, like, you basically should never have not a brand. (laughs) Um, You always need a brand, I think. For whatever you do, uh, you need to communicate something. So that's why it's super important to have something, um, yeah, what you have. So an existing brand, for example, uh, if you have an existing brand, when would be the time? I think the the most important time is uh, when you have the motivation to change something. I think it's super important not to just to do like oh I need to do branding because kind of I I feel like others are doing it. It should be really your 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 own driver. Like you should feel like oh and uh, there is there certain uh, changes and I really want to go the next step. Then I think it's a really good time to uh, challenge yourself uh, because I think that's where the most important part comes uh, and also how we work. We first of all listen a lot and listening is something what is really underrated often because people say like they often want to talk their own thing they want to do their own process and as you described before uh uh, some agencies maybe also just doing projects just to to win awards to do their own thing but what we would love to do and always try is listening understanding the kind of the product the need what what you really want to solve as a brand and that's where it really starts getting super exciting because for me like when i'm listening i already like write down many notes to really understand what they really want to do and what they want to change and what the product is about and it is an, another super important part is where's the brand leading to the future like if you want to change something if you do a transition or a transformation where do you uh where where's your way towards co- towards like what's the what's the bigger goal and that's where we come in and uh, we have like our own kind of brand development process where we start first of all it's strategic based and that's where we kind of entered as well when we done the product and cake uh, podcast cover we did did a light version because it's um i mean on on if you have a brand which is like on multi different uh, channels then you need to look in much more touch points and you have one touch point, which is at the moment the podcast covers, so that's super uh, important. But what we usually do is like we do a kickoff workshop. That's what where when we listen to all the problems and all the kind of um, needs, then we do a kind of a quick competitor audit, where we look at the competitors in the field, collect everything, and... Then we have some really fast kind of methods to find out the answers So one is super exciting where we collaborate with the uh, clients so for example we do brand personality slider where we really find out what do you feel like how how do you align even with the uh, stakeholders how how many people are we involving so to to come really fast um decisions and what we get out of the strategic fa- phases like brand principles and also how kind of um, the brand will look like. So um, we create mood boards so you can easily have a decision and also we get your taste, but also with the, always with the right answer how it's, how it's the strategic foundation of your brand. So that's the kind of first phase. And then we move on to brand design and we usually deliver one to uh reboot where we kind of give you directions and... Often it is like kind of, if you're an existing brand, we start kind of, this is your uh, little evolution to we go a little bit more crazy and try to find out how disruptive is your brand and how disruptive you want to be. So we have always kind of a more future outlook as uh, well. Just
1: yeah. Yeah. also already the light process was super inspiring and very interesting especially if you can talk about your hard project like having a podcast right that was of course a very nice process for us but I wonder if I would run my own company and I have a handful of people and maybe also a designer and we we, we have some kind of more or less successful product Mm -hmm. and now it's maybe our anniversary or we have a big new cooperation we want to start some something that I feel what you just mentioned, okay, there, there is a need for change. And yeah. I talk, will talk to my team and my designer may say, ah, no worries. I can, I can do a brand mm-hmm. on the side. I just yeah. finish our letter paper here and the website and yep. yeah, then having a new logo and then off we go. No yep. need for this kind of agency. What would be your answer to, to me?
2: Yeah. I mean, first of all, if you do it in-house, you don't have the, most importantly, you don't have the outside look on yourself. And then, I mean, often people say, um, what is really branding? It's like when you leave the room and people talk about that. And then you're in always inside the room. You only listen to your own gossip. So it doesn't really work. I think that's the, the most important part. You need to be the external player. First of all, in a way, it is cheaper because you save internal resources and you actually have professionals working on it it may be an investment at the beginning but i mean there's your brand is co- kind of so crucial you need to actually invest into it to make it right because also when you have a digital product you have so many touch points you want to roll it out get it right first and then it's so much easier to uh, iterate also new kind of ways because the brand looks all right it it is um, up to the competition i mean how i mean also like we've spent over seven hours up to eight hours on a screen um mm-hmm. if you don't get this right people have so many different uh other digital products they use every day if the design is not right and the brand is not right you're easily out of it like this yes. that's i think that's the competition we are. you have to face and it's not like you can hide something like back in the days you just did it a little bit no you need to be 100 percent especially
1: nowadays where um, yeah, more and more things appear from all kinds of sources. Um, it's super crucial and I can all, only compare it to the tech world where it is happening that often that yeah, a company needs a, or a startup needs a new website. And one of the engineers yeah. steps in and say, no problem. I can set up a WordPress. It will just take five minutes and then we have oh, it. Yeah. We don't need to pay any content management system out there or yeah. website builder. And for me, the most important thing is to say, okay, what, what brings value? What is it, why your team is there? And I think your team basically is there for creating the brand, right? And ideally the company will work with that brand and create their value on top. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm convinced now, but still, um, (laughs) wouldn't it become super, super expensive? How much do I need to
2: pay when I call you? Uh, First of all, you need to pay with time, (laughs) <laughs> um, so the, yeah just just call us up and actually we we have different models so of course it always depends on how many uh, stakeholders you have how big is your company because that's the value time comes in also for us like if you have a bigger company it needs much more um, rounds often because you need to have um, their feedback is also a bit slower like for startups we can be really fast and you don't need to put uh in so much money because we have a kind of a really s- simple way how we set up a, a branding pro- process to be fast to be um flexible and also that comes down to the um to the point how do you keep a brand also up to date and I think that's the the biggest part today we don't build brands how we used to it's like more we're building dynamic brands so there's certain fixed points you have on a brand so y- you wouldn't change all the time the logo but you would also keep a consistent typeface but other elements they can be up to date they can be currently changing and i think this is also where it comes down get someone professionally on this because then we really understand the core elements which needs to be fixed and the elements which can be more flexible and we can also do check-ins from time to time because that's also kind of important it's like um, and you have a brand you it's not like you do it once and then you leave it there for ten years. You constantly need to work on it. But I think you need to have the the, the fixed elements. They need to be like solid. They need to work, and they, sometimes they also need to be a little a little bit more timeless, because then you also have a you have a longer um, longer life for that. Nice. So, that is yeah, very be sustainable with your. If your design and uh, your resources as well so
0: yeah that is very interesting especially in comparison to um, what paul uh, mentioned in the tech world uh, that with our tech we also need to be consistently making sure that they are up to date they are still delivering the value that we need mm-hmm. and they are still um, meeting the needs of our uh, customers so it is very interesting that with brands we also need to keep them constantly um, up to date and also it gives me a little bit more uh, reassurance of why all of these brands around us are constantly changing uh, their logo and oh there is another yes. big bang of um, of rebranding yeah. uh, for another big brand and in connection to that uh i wanted to also ask you what are some big brands uh or smaller maybe that inspire you do is there anything that Mm -hmm. you uh check out and look at to Mm -hmm. get inspired and uh, stay up to date Mm
2: -hmm. uh i think for for me it is a constant look into the brand sphere that's what i do automatically but usually i also try to be completely off this as well so even for me being completely offline looking even in nature for inspiration that helps me a lot as well because i need the balance i need like i need actually the opposite of the digital influence because often you just repeat then the things you have seen and that's kind of natural like what you see all the time you kind of repeat in your design as well. So that's why I also find it really challenging um, because with digital design, there's a lot of uh, flexibility and freedom, but at the same time, there's a lot of restraints. Like how often do you see like a login screen for an app which looks similar? But they are all the same because it's a user pattern you're following. It kind of the, um, It's just how you do it and that's what people are used to and that kind of why it's super repetitive. I think with branding, that's what I at least try. I look like always into the brief what they need and then I find like a strategic answer to it. So I usually don't try to follow any other big brands and say like, oh, this is like uh, super important or this is what I want to do in my next project. More what is the question and what's the challenge? And then I then I start my research and I'm, I have the white paper where I'm like filled with... Um, all the inspiration and all the ideas and then especially with the team and yeah fifty percent designers and fifty percent developers. That's where I find the interesting answers. And of course together with the client as a partner, um that's why I get my inspiration. Fantastic. And you
1: said you are 50% designers and 50% engineers. That means if you came up with a fantastic new brand design and that contains a new website or a new login screen, yep. um, it's not on me to develop it, but you can also offer
2: the implementation of your new brand? Yes, exactly. And uh, also how we do the branding is, of course, we we look at, always have the view as a... Uh, as a developer as well, because or a tech engineer, as you say. <laughs> not better. Um, so yeah, I think it's super important to have a design system which works on a digital uh, phase, uh, and that's why our en- engineers have a, a a big opinion on this as well, and that's why we collaborate together, and that's why how actually digital branding works. It need to have both in- uh, involved designers and uh, developers.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. And I think the real value also comes of, of from the combination. I can remember some, some projects already years ago when we get the briefing from a designer and they said, okay, it should be two centimeters from the left and yeah. then letter size A4. Yeah. And yes. we answered, wait, it's a screen. And yeah, that's something yeah. you don't want to see today, nowadays.
2: Yeah. It won't happen here.
1: awesome maybe so i have two questions but i don't know which one to answer one is obviously the ai (laughs) question that has to take place in every podcast and the other one is do you see any red or what would be a red flag for you in in the first conversations with a potential new client
0: oh that's an interesting question like you mean have they rejected a client they said
1: if we have rejected crimes, <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, we have a, a strong door policy.
1: <laughs> if they came up with AI, then <laughs> <No>. go out.
2: <laughs> no. No. actually, uh I mean there's always certain red stacks. First of all, we have uh, when it kind of comes to the fields where you're operating in, uh, we have a positive future. Uh and a positive future means like if you're a change maker, you also have something good to do on our planet but not also on our planet more like in our fields and we have like different fields first of all is sustainability decentralization, future living uh, and the knowledge culture, corporate culture and mobility and smart cities so these are the fields which we find really interesting at the, and we also have not a feeling that it's like future fields they're actually so important that we have a big sense that it will be uh, keeping us busy also for more than a few years because they are huge, and we also have clients in these fields, and we have the expertise in these fields, and that's what we also want to go deeper and deeper because that's what drives us. Um, yeah, sorry, <laughs> no, I kind of forgot the question.
1: <laughs> the question was about red flags. Ah, yeah, the red being flags. Yeah. Dedicated on fields is definitely a good.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that and that's separation. kind of our kind of. Doorkeeper keeper in a way but also red flags i think if you well, what sometimes we feel like uh, with um it is important that you have to kind of drive into a project uh, and sometimes we have uh, potential clients who ask us for a project and then it takes them a long long time to reply which is okay sometimes Uber can be busy but when you feel like oh it's taking two three months and you have like another conversation and it keeps building up with time and we sometimes don't feel the energy because we want to do things in a fast pace, I think, for, we are not like, uh, we're always running in a way, in a positive uh, speed. So, we we want to do projects not for two years or three years and we really have the eager to do, like, like when you do constant, like if you have a focus time, that's, you do things in a, in a, in a time period which is not, two or three years you can't have a focus time of three years so for us it's like a sweet spot of three to six months that's i think uh, usually um for bigger project and even a brand project we can do up into like a month. Um, we are able to do startup branding so, and that's
1: high paced cool that sounds fantastic and i think a feel good feel good philosophy is never a one-way street right mm-hmm. i can't come to you and say okay now make me happy yeah no it's <laughs> needs to match the energy and yeah. you need to bring some and you get some and then you have awesome results that's true
0: and i have uh, one last question before uh, we close uh, for today is there any recommendation this recommendation can be a book can be another podcast uh, but maybe just mention product and cake again there Uh, (laughs) because that's your favorite podcast and we know it it and or it can be a a movie a series or um, something that you would like to recommend Mm
2: -hmm. actually I have a book on my table for brought today Um, oh nice and it's called design and strategy because I love actually strategy so much and the design strategy book is actually by a Norwegian um, author. Now I forgot her name. One second. Sorry, maybe need to cut this. <laughs> no, don't see.
0: It is a real life. We forget the names of the books or the authors.
2: Yeah, but in a way, it's kind of like a glossary of a different design and uh strategy. Is
0: it? Is it by Wanda yeah. uh, Scott?
2: Yeah, that's yeah. it. All right. That would be my recommendation if you like, if you love design and strategy. Amazing. It's a cool book with like all different methods. And sometimes it's, I think uh, that's the interesting thing with uh, design methods and strategy things. Uh, we have our own fr- kind of framework where we decide if these are the ones, but some clients come to us and they like, oh, I want to work with this framework. And usually we're super, we uh, yeah, are flexible to work in any, um, Kind of strategic uh, framework, so it's always interesting to to find out new methods and to try them out.
0: Awesome. Great, thank cool. you,
1: Goncho. What is your recommendation yeah. today?
0: Ooh, it is it is hard for me to recommend anything today. I had a day full of back to back meetings from eight thirty in the morning. Nice. <laughs> so Hunt my brain recording. is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So my my brain is a little bit fired, um, fried today, as you can see. Also, cannot talk correctly anymore. <laughs> um, I will bring a recommendation next time, but I do recommend this podcast I heard about called Product and Cake.
2: Cake? Yeah, yeah, I do recommend this as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I want to also throw in one recommendation as Amazing. a book. I, maybe I recommended it already, but it's Humankind von. Rutger brekman he's talking about the survivor bias that is also very interesting for choosing design strategies or or tech strategies because you always get the story from the ones that win right you barely hear the stories of the failed attempts or on the on the other side of the of the game Mm -hmm. so um Being aware of that and Rodger Bregman takes a look into the whole human history and how it developed, it's super, super inspiring. I love it. So he collects things where people failed, basically. Um, No, he um, puts again the story that forms our view on the society and explains that the reality is totally different. Uh But for example, um, Columbus, who discovered America, tells a story of the origin people living there, Mm -hmm. but the story is totally different from the reality. And all of these stories formed our view on society. And I think nowadays it is super important to remember that humans in general are super, super friendly, cooperative and stick together and that will uh secure our survival
2: of on this planet
1: (laughs) to to just end a little bit bigger (laughs) why not
2: (laughs) positive future i love it
0: (laughs) i now have also a recommendation now that we talked so much about design and i'm bringing this book back from my university uh closet (laughs) so it is um the emotional design uh, by don norman and it is basically why we love or hate some everyday things. Why some of the items that we see makes us feel something uh, and why we keep on using the same mug, for example, and all of these teeny tiny things that we should pay attention a little bit more to. And one thing I really, really love about this book is the oh. the front page has the the photo of one of my favorite items um as a industrial designer it is the juicer that uh, philip stark has mm-hmm. designed so i really love that book
2: that's a design classic nice yeah love it.
1: <laughs> it looks like a mixture from a rocket or a crazy animal yeah with a head. <laughs> that's really cool <laughs> Awesome. Then uh, let us put the books into the show notes, some more books for the <laughs> read later list. Mm-hmm. And Yori, it was fantastic to have you. So great to talk with you about um, branding and design and the work with an agency. And I'm looking forward for our next episode.
0: Yeah, same here. And Juri, how can people reach out to you if they have a branding topic or have a question for you?
2: Yeah, if you want to reach out, uh, my email is yori at (laughs) an.jetzt.
0: Amazing. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for having me.